Welcome back to another awesome episode of On the Bench with Beaks. This is episode 51, and we're having so much fun. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and I am joined by awesome Rossum Mormeyer. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? And I'm also joined by fresh Zamboni Bryce McMillan. There it is. Hey, what's up? Hello. How's everyone doing? And today we are joined by an incredible guy, the man with the threads that uh, is just so deadly, just throwing jerseys all over the place. We're talking about Sonny Beaupre, a.k.a. the Jersey Keeper. Sonny, say what's up. Give the people a little bit of that uh, Jersey Keeper uh, love. It. Yeah. Hey, what's happening, guys? Sonny, a.k.a. the Jersey Keeper, and uh, stoked to be here, finally. Uh, glad to be on the show. Yeah, you've been waiting, uh, just like uh, we were talking, you've been waiting for the call-up earlier. I, I mean, obviously, uh, if you guys keep up with our YouTube, uh, he was our first uh, uh, jerseys on the bench. Which was great. Oh, actually, it was after Daniel because he did the Canada Day, and then right. uh, a week later, right. uh, Sonny came in with the uh, with the Team America uh, jerseys on the bench. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about like what you were kind of like uh, trying to aim at for that uh, jerseys on the bench, real quick? Well, yeah, you know the the timing was just right. It had just been Canada Day, that's why I think Dan did the uh, Team Canada jerseys, and then a week later, of course, is Fourth of July, so it was Independence Day for the states, and we, uh, you know, I pulled a couple of my favorite USA jerseys and, you know, showed them off a little bit. Had the Austin Matthews in there, and I think, uh, oh, my, of course, Joe Pavelski. I'm a Sharks guy, so had to show that off too. Oh uh, yeah, and I kind of cringed a little bit when you did that. I, 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 <laughs> Yeah, me too. In our past episode, that was one of my most hated players you're, there, Sonny. Yeah, you're kind of in, you're you're kind of like walking a tightrope here, there, Sonny. Because I mean, uh, you know, uh, throughout the years, you know, Joe Joe Pavs, uh, he's been a bit of an Avs killer, so uh, we're, we don't like him. No, the back of his jersey said "Say most punchable face." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we'd be talking about a Sidney Crosby jersey, right? Oh, uh, well, no. If we're talking, oh, if we're going there. No, 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 no. Hold on. If we're going there. If we're going there. If we're, if we're going there. It, well, like, if, if we're... We, Shots fired. If we're, talk, if we're talking about most, uh, uh, most probably to cry about every little thing on the ice, yeah, we're talking about Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So... Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us, Sonny. We're gonna have such a great episode, and uh, you know what? We're gonna get into it with a hockey day in history first. And as per usual, we love the guests to go first. And uh, I hear Sonny, you've got a pretty sweet hockey day in history for us. So I'm gonna let you take the mic. Yeah, well, you know, uh, me being a Sharks guy, um, uh, looking back not not that long ago, actually, the Sharks' history isn't all that old uh, anyway, but uh, com comparable to the abs, but uh, just going back a couple years, the uh, Sharks joined together with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and on March 18th, 2014, they invited Sam Tagason uh, to be a shark for a day, and he's just, a, he was just a kid, you know, just some teenager who uh, was suffering from uh, what, you know, at the time got him into the Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, and his dream was to be a shark for a day. The guy plays uh, played hockey for his local team uh, here local in the Bay Area. And uh, so he got the experience to be a shark for a day. And it was pretty amazing. I was watching on TV 
the guy uh, gets to be a, a part of the pregame uh, ceremonies in the locker room. So, you know, the team announcing the starters and um, and then he gets to skate through the shark head onto the ice for pregame warmups. Uh, and then he skates over to the bench when they're about to do the anthem and he just bursts into tears because he's just, you know, he's got the crowd cheering for him. The, the players are there giving him high fives and everything. And uh, that moment uh, brought a tear to my eye as a hockey fan, just being able to see a guy like that, who obviously is a huge fan of the game, huge fan of the Sharks, and got to do something that, you know, not a lot of people get to do right. um, unless you're a pro hockey player. Dude, Sonny, that's an incredible hockey day in history. And so, like, I remember actually watching all of that. They had the, the they had the whole uh, behind the scenes before it, where he was actually signing the signing the contract and stuff. And right, yeah. And I, I remember so cool. I remember seeing that on TV, him breaking down in tears. And you know, uh, I I did too, man. I was like, that that is the coolest thing for a kid. You know, he's coming out and is like like kind of beat beat down regular uh equipment and stuff and he's got that beautiful shark's teal on and yeah that was that was an incredible moment and i like i don't think uh, i don't think we've ever had a hockey day in history where it's been so you know like so moving moving like that uh what do you think boys that is yeah top notch like that's a good hockey day in history that's incredible. Yeah. I think it's important Nate, just because maybe if you didn't get to play a whole lot of hockey with the organization, you still get to have a peace <laughs> and a good foundership and a good and a good, you know, relationship with the team that you're rooting for at the end of the day. Um, so I mean again, just being able to just cheer hard and just be a part of the organization is super huge for any fan. Beauty, beauty hockey day in history there, Sonny. Oh, I gotta say, bring in the heat. Oh, dude, oh, seriously, right. I like now, to follow that. Now the rest of us are gonna sound like assholes. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> speaking of assholes, uh, Bryce, you want to go next? Yep, I got a fresh fart here. All right, so in terms of hockey day in history, was, March 9th, that was a dirty look, <laughs> 1992. Hey, it was a dirty, it was a dirty get-go, you know. Hey, man, we're all assholes here. Don't worry about it. We're hockey players. <laughs> it gives us a right to be assholes. Anyways, March nineteenth, nineteen ninety-two. My hockey day in history is Buffalo's Dave Anderchuk had four power play goals and an assist to lead the Sabers to an eight-to-two win against Los Angeles. It was the eighth hat trick of Anderchuk's NHL NHL career, and Pat. LaFlorentine chipped in with La, a goal. LaFontaine? LaFontaine. LaFlorentine. <laughs> God, here I am again. LaFontaine <laughs> chipped in with a goal and five assists. Um, anyways, I'm going to talk about the fact that you can have that many fucking goals in a power play in one game is pretty amazing. I just, All right. I just want to interject real quick. Um, I've had this issue this entire time I've been on the podcast. Well, no, I mean if if <laughs> if you're a, like a constant listener to on the bench with Beaks, I'm I'm constantly uh, correcting these fools on pronunciation yeah. of like hockey hockey names, and that's one of my favorite things about this podcast is that I get a uh, I get a. I gotta just check you fools and all like, the time. I, I even had a check with Cody. I asked him, "Am I pronouncing this name yeah, right?" And before did. the podcast, I literally pronounced it as like La Fontaine, right? La Florentine. Yeah, and I said you La said, Florentine. You said that. So they, you said so La here I am. <laughs> yeah, so I had a good practice. I fucked it up. 
Anyways. Well, let's continue on with the second asshole in this garage. Uh, Ross, <laughs> well, what's going on with your hockey day in history? It's like thing one and thing two. Asshole one and asshole two. I guess I'm the uh, cat in the hat. You're surrounded by assholes. Here comes the big shit. <laughs> right. uh, March 19th, 1975. Uh, Billy Smith became the first goaltender in New York Islanders history to win 20 games in one season. The milestone victory was... Uh, was a three to one against the Scouts of Kansas City. Kansas City Scouts, people, that oh, is ridiculous. Blast from the past. Absolutely. That's a throw in the back. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's something uh, there's something about the Kansas City Scouts that I'm really proud about is that my beer league hockey team like completely stole their logo. <laughs> like they they really did. Like we were uh, the the promenade scouts, I guess you could call us. But we totally just hijacked their logo and just like <laughs> took a couple words out of it, and that was our logo. So that's that's a really cool one. I really like that. So I, I'm gonna round this one out real quick. And uh, you you know me, boys. I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, Swedish hockey players, and uh, you know the uh, uh, just. Um, yeah, just Swedes in general. I mean, their women are beautiful. So I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go with this one. Um, What's the saying you always say when you're feeling that feeling? Yeah, I caught some fun. And to our listeners, you can decipher that deciphers. All right. So uh, Matt Sundin becomes the all-time NHL point leader among Swedish players. In a five to three win against the uh, Florida Panthers, Sundin scored eight hundred and fifty six points, uh, past the uh, eight hundred and fifty six point mark held by Thomas Sandstrom. So, there's your Swedish tidbit of the day, and beautiful hockey day in history. And you pronounce his name right, Sandstrom. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Better than me, Matt Sundin. Yeah. Well, Patlet. La Florentine or yeah. Eggs Florentine, whatever Colin that was Flan called, or something like that. Laflon, <laughs> Lafleur. All right, so let's uh, let's get it, let's get her going on to the next uh, subject. We got we got player spotlight, and today's player spotlight is brought to you by Bryce McMillan. Bryce, take her away. All right, thanks, boys. So you know, I want to get into a little bit of a hockey history about this player. He plays for the Vegas Golden Knights now. Um, Alex Daniel Tuck, um, born May 1996. He's an American professional NHL player, which is pretty nice. He's not Canadian, not from somewhere else around the world that we usually talk about. Um, but the guy is somebody who is going to be a guy you can depend on all the time, right? How's that um, Wikipedia going for you, by the way? Wikipedia is going great, <laughs> going great. But I just want to talk about his stats. I mean, 23 games played. 12 goals scored, 7 assists. Um, I just look at what he did against the Carl Avalanche about three weeks ago. I mean, he had two amazing goals that he pulled on the Carl Avalanche. And the one from the corner, spin around, threw it in the top corner. Yeah, that was the amazing. The Tahoe was fucking silky. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. And on top of that, the guy just hustles. I mean, he's a guy that if you want to look for that slick passing I mean, looking between the blue lines, getting into the zone, also going down low, finding the guys um, who are obviously in the crease. He's the guy you want to go to. He's a playmaker. And I think not even just this last week, but the last month he's had been playing hockey has been pretty amazing. 
Um, so what do you guys think about Alex Tuck? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, with that expansion draft and him uh, him coming over uh, to Las Vegas, uh, you could say this about so many players, but uh, it, like he really uh, got a new breath of fresh air on a whole entirely new team. Yeah. Being able, to, uh, he got a chance to really carve out a role for himself uh, on uh, in Las Vegas, and uh, he's. You know, he has been moved around a bit, and I think he's really found a home in Las Vegas. And these last couple of years have been uh, really, uh, I mean, really impressive just for, uh, I mean, just for his sake. And he's scored huge goals for Las Vegas. I mean, it's 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 hard to say a bad thing about Tuck because he is such a hardworking kind of, uh, like, he can grease it in the corners and then floor some beautiful backhandy goals. Right in front of the net. Um, yeah. The, the, I mean, I've I've never been on the uh, let's banish Alex Tuck train at all. I mean, he's he's always been such a good player. So um, I mean, I, I the, and I just I got to give it up to the expansion draft in Vegas for really putting him into a position where he can actually uh, play his game and uh, show show a little skill at the same time. I agree. And and he just signed a seven-year, $33.25 million contract with the Vegas Golden Knights. And and that's just not because he's, you know, somebody who came up out of nowhere. It's because he's been proving himself for a very long time, I feel like. And just to say that, you know, he's one of those guys who will just come into the play. I think you can fit him in with almost any line you want to, first, second, third, fourth line you want to. And so he was also an 18th round draft pick when he was chosen. I don't think he's playing like an 18th round draft pick, more like a second or third this year. He's one of those guys where you draft, you develop, and you see where he fits. And I think at the same time, I think Vegas kind of caught him on the expansion draft at a great time, and he's fitting with some great players right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, that's that just kind of goes with like you know Vegas really giving them a chance. I mean uh, you're seeing it right now with them, with a, a White Cloud and a Cody Glass as well. Oh yeah, and then uh, you and I talked about just to throw his hat in the ring, uh, William Carlson, because the Ducks had him and then the Blue Jackets had him, and they didn't really want to mess around with him that much. And then finally Vegas gets him and he's just playing lights out for him. Yeah, he's play- well. You got a guy that's playing third and fourth. Uh, fourth line minutes in in a William Carlson and an Alex Tuck, you know, Uh, but then again, you know, uh, Vegas, you know, you've got opens, you've got open spots to fill and that's exactly what Alex Tuck and Wild Bill is doing. Right. Uh, So, Sonny, I would like to know about uh, uh, you maybe like a player spotlight that you may have. Uh, going right now, I mean, just uh, just th- throw somebody out there that that's been impressing you or making you facepalm. <laughs> yeah, well, this might not come as a surprise to a lot of people who follow my page, uh, but I'm a huge Joe Thornton fan. The guy is the reason I love hockey, and uh, I was devastated when he left the Sharks. But to see him have success in Toronto this season, the way he's been having it, uh, 11 points and 16 games played. He was injured. He had that rib injury that took him out for a couple games. Right. But, uh, I mean, the guy is surrounded by, obviously, some of the best talent in the league. Uh, Austin Matthews, uh, you know, right up there at the top. And, um, yeah, but I feel like Joe's always been surrounded by some great talent. But, Absolutely. you know, at this age, at this 
at this stage in his career, with the youth and the talent that's around him right now, he, he's really shining more than uh, I expected he would. And uh, it's great to see him have success as much as uh, it does hurt me every little bit to see him, but, you know, to see him do well for another team. But uh, the guy's on fire. I mean, he's he's got, like I said, 11 points in 16 games. He, he's on the downtrend for the past three or four games, but uh, otherwise I'd consider this season a huge success for him so far, showing that he's still got a lot of gas in the tank. Well, that's that's funny that you bring him up because I uh, I'll, I I I I'll be the first one to admit that I was absolutely making fun of the Toronto Maple Leafs. That are like, oh yeah, you're gonna get old man Joe, and uh, <laughs> what is he gonna play? Like uh, he's he's just gonna pull another Jason Spezza, you know, where he's play like he's either playing like you know ten minutes a game, or you're you're looking to put him on waivers or anything. But I mean. I, I, I've got to admit, Jason Spezza has been playing really well, too. And I think uh, the fact that Joe Thornton has actually came over from uh, San Jose is kind of, like, revitalized Spezza's career as well. I, I was going to bring that yeah. up, Cody. Yeah. It's it's just amazing because Spezza just fell on his face. Oh, he wasn't yeah. doing anything. And then you bring, you know, the bearded, the magnificent bearded Joe over and yeah it just seems to put like a whole new light in that whole entire team on certain players and everything because you're playing with such a storied nhl player too so i mean he he's no slouch he's put up numbers throughout the years with the bruins and the sharks so oh yeah well i mean he is the san jose sharks and no matter what i mean it's it's when you think about the sharks it's uh patrick marlowe yeah. Uh, Joe Thornton and Nabokov. Yeah. Oh, Nabokov. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, it was it was kind of a it was kind of a shock uh, for uh, old Joe to go uh, like you know Jumbo Joe to go to uh, Toronto. But I mean, I think just being uh, just being in that kind of like hockey media atmosphere, it kind of you know it, I think it really uh, I think it really sparked something in him like just himself and playing with these youth guys like Mitch Marner and uh, Austin Matthews is kind of like, yeah, it's, it's like kind of woken a, a sleeping bearded giant almost. <laughs> it is. The guy's just, he's been in a league almost 24 years. He was drafted in what? 97, 97 as a, as a, as a first, as a first overall. So that's almost 20, you know, 24 years. And you look at people like Crosby, or Ovechkin, who have been in the league for a very long time, or even Yager, right? Look at what he produced in, in the time that he was in. So I almost see, like, Thornton could be, like, if he decides to continue playing, being, like, the next Yager. Uh, just because, I mean, the playmaking, playmaking ability the guy has still at this age, lots of tread in the tires, still scoring goals. And, I mean, I think he's also evolving with the way the game has been changing, too. The game has been more exactly. fast-paced. It's been more passing, more fast shooting, and I think just the way his position is, he's he's able to, I think, um, kind of adapt to that. I think it really counts. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, Sonny, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, Jumbo's always been one of those guys who, um, you know, pass first mentality, of course, why he's racked up all the assists over of the course. years. Uh, and, and one of those guys who, you know, when hockey professionals look at him, they say, shoot the puck more. You know, when you shoot it, it goes in. And I think this year, uh, one of the biggest differences I've seen in watching him play with Toronto is, yeah, obviously he's passing the puck to these guys who are scoring goals. Speaking uh, of scoring goals, I've last one up to nothing. <laughs> um, you know, but he's 
I think I've seen him shoot the puck more in these uh, this season than I have in, in his past couple seasons with the Sharks, and it's paying dividends for him. Um, you know, like you said, I think he is revitalized in a new market in, with some new young teammates around him, and it's really changed his career for the better. Not that he was playing poorly, but no, he's no, definitely no. playing a level up where he previously was. Agreed. Yeah. Well, and that, that's even going back to the player spotlight that I did. Mitch Marner's even better now than he was last year because you have Joe Thornton and you have more defensive responsibility because you don't have to do so much. And I think I think with the addition of uh, Joe Thornton, that that's really helped Mitch Marner's defensive game. Exactly. In the long run, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right, so that I mean, beautiful player spotlight, loving it, love the hockey talk. Let's get in, let's get into some like uh, some pretty interesting news. I mean, we've all been seeing it. Like, uh, we've seen that uh, NBC Sports Net is going down the tanker. Yep. And uh, for a minute, for a minute, we were thinking like, okay, so how are we going to watch our national broadcast? At least in the states. I mean, obviously you've got uh, Sportsnet, TSN uh, up in uh, up in Canada. So, and you, yeah, I mean, if you're living in Canada, you, you don't have to worry about not seeing hockey. No. But uh, here in the states, it's a little bit of a different thing. So yeah, NBCSN is going to quit at the end of this year. But ESPN, a dark horse, folks comes out of nowhere and picks up the NHL uh, national broadcast for seven years. Yeah, that and was I, awesome. I was just seeing this the other day, is that the last the last ESPN broadcast of an actual uh, hockey game was the Game 7 Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup winner that brought in an... A, Overabundance of watchers. Really. So now, so what this means mm. is that um, ESPN. I mean, obviously in partners with you know Disney, or and and like uh, so you're going to be able to stream your games, ESPN Plus on Hulu, ABC. You've got multiple streaming possibilities here. Yes. With watching games, so uh, what I want to know here is. Good move, bad move. I'm going to start with Sonny. Well, you know, obviously, I think anytime you can get hockey on a big platform like ESPN, it's definitely a good move for the sport. Um, is it a good move for ESPN? I think is the real question, and that's that's what I would uh, that's what I would really look further into. Um, I, the, you know, the curious thing about this is that ESPN isn't getting the full 100% rights to national broadcast of games. They've, they, they put a bid in and they won for, I think, what is it, 70 to 75% of the games. There's yeah. still a quarter of the games available, and I think those will end up going back to NBC because they still want them. But um, good move for hockey. Definitely NHL needed something like this. Uh, the thing is, I think ESPN's been out of the hockey game for so long that I'm wondering if people, because I stopped watching ESPN a long time ago. Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I just grew out of it or what the case was, but it probably had something to do with the fact that they don't carry hockey and didn't talk about it at all during Sports Center or anything like that. Oh, absolutely. And uh, uh, Ross, I'm sorry. I, I totally just, uh, you're looking like super hyped up. Go ahead. Oh, I'm way hyped up because. <laughs> It is is just great. I think it'll be a good move for the actual sport um, itself. Um, as uh, Matt Martinez and I were talking about, it really depends on who you have that's actually like 
doing the hosting and also doing the actual live games. Because if, as we talked about before, if you've got some guy who's just reading it as his blase and it doesn't really, you know, gain your attention that much, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to lose a lot of viewers, I think. So, I mean, it just all depends on that, too, because you need to also have competent announcers and competent personnel to do go with that. Well, that's another thing is that, uh, you know, Gary Thorne, uh, one, you know, uh, back in the day, like, you know, back in... Uh, there, there's an, uh, there we go, uh, Gary Thorne. <laughs> you can't go anywhere without a like a, a horn going off about Gary Thorne. Uh, so Gary Thorne, I mean, uh, you you look back in like you know the late nineties, uh, you, you couldn't you couldn't watch a game like at least a, a, like especially a, a Philadelphia Flyers game without Gary Thorne commentating on it, and it like. That's kind of what I look back at as like a, a voice of hockey, you know. And right. uh, now that we've especially lost Doc Emmerich, d- not to death or anything. I mean, uh, knock on fucking wood, of course, you know. I mean, uh, as per breaking news. Jeez, uh, uh, I hope it's not. This I mean, just it. Uh, knock on wood, you know. Like uh, Doc, I love you. If you're listening, I bet not. Uh, anyways, uh, but I mean, Gary Thorne was another guy that uh, anytime you know the. Uh, hockey playoffs were going on in like the the late 90s maybe early aughts you were hearing gary thorne oh yeah and i mean the man and and he was actually just uh quoted the other day by saying i'm super into it i would absolutely love to be uh be a part of it and um so i'm excited for that but uh, you know right. the, the thing about espn is like the worldwide of sports and yet you don't cover any bit of hockey you know, and and I think that's been a huge, a huge uh, detriment just to them. But I mean, I, I, you talk to any like uh, hockey hockey fan or anybody who watches hockey periodically, uh, that's that's their biggest complaint about ESPN is that just like how Sonny said is that, well, they don't they don't give a shit about hockey. Well, yeah. I know I fully agree, like one hundred percent. You know, you look at all the sports that come out here. All four major sports, hockey is neglected the most, right? And it's really it's really great that ESPN did take them up at the end of the day. I'm really happy about that. But at the same time, I think it's I think it's a plus um, for for most viewers. If you look at what's happening here in Colorado, most of us can't even view the Avalanche or Nuggets games on cable TV on Altitude or Comcast, anything like that. And that's just because of you know a lot of gridlock between the TV networks Cronky and, and Cronky networks, and, yeah. and everybody else. And so, but if you look at what's happening around the world, I just read a stat just now that almost 48% of all videos are being streamed. And I just feel like ESPN, ESPN Plus are looking at this and looking at people with Amazon accounts and they're going, and okay, Hulu and accounts. Hulu accounts going, Hulu has sports, ESPN Plus. ESPN app has sports. Let's actually market and kind of shift gears towards those people who are actually streaming more and they're paying for streaming services. So at the end of the day, if you're not getting games here in Colorado like we are now, you can always go to an app source like ESPN Plus and you're guaranteed by it. So for one, I think it's you know a great opportunity for ESPN. But two, for the fans who can't get games, it's just another route for you to pay. Well, to pay for it, maybe two two dollars an extra month to get some games, and you know, on top of other streaming services you're getting. Um, but I get, I think it beats not being able to see your fans on your own cable source. They'll they'll still be blacked out. It'll just be like kind of like NBCSN 
you'll be able no. to live stream. Well, I have ESPN anyway. Plus now. I can still get apps games. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. It, blackout or not, I mean, it's it's a huge chance for the NHL to be seen by millions of other player people oh, out yeah. there. Well, millions yeah. of other streamers. watching games. All that. Yeah. Even if it's not here in Colorado, yeah. like you're getting so much more opportunity to see all four sports on ESPN. Even if it's real time or delayed time, you're still able to see them at their full potential. You know, and I'm I am fully on board. I don't want to make it sound like yeah. you know I'm anti the the ESPN picking up the games. I just have I just hold this thing against ESPN, mostly because the little bit that they did ever talk about hockey, and it was mostly during the playoffs. The guy they would go to was Barry Melrose, and I just cannot stand Barry Melrose. Like if that's your hockey guy, like if they're gonna stick with him as their hockey guy going forward, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know if I could watch that chucklehead of a grease ball. And you gotta. <laughs> And you got to kind of think like, who are they gonna like? That I think that'll be the first tell of uh, this like little experiment or whatever uh, is who they bring in as their, you know, analysts and uh, the the guys that are going to be talking about hockey from here on out. So I mean, it is an open ended kind of question. Uh, let's hope it's not like, you know, some uh, you know uh, some plot to bring down the NHL or something like that because I am I am suspect of ESPN just like any other <laughs> hockey fan so I guess we'll see from there um speaking of making the money um there was a new stat that came out from the NHL that uh the sponsorships on the helmets have uh uh, garnished, uh, not garnished, uh, have brought <laughs> yeah, in, gross. Have, have grossed, thank you, have grossed over, what was, what it was, was $100 million right now. Just so. per team, I thought. For, per team. Per team, yeah. So, so right? um, I mean, we've got the hockey, uh, we've got the Jersey Guru in here, um, <laughs> and uh, Bettman did say that they will most likely continue into the next year. Uh, Sonny, do you think they're going to go to Jersey uh, advertisements as well. You know, it's at this point, it's inevitable. I think it's just for the for the NHL to stay relevant and continue making money and continue growing the sport. Uh, it, one of the ways they're going to do that is selling promotions on the Jersey, just like the NBA did a few seasons ago, adding the small but noticeable advertisement on the Jersey. Um, for the NHL, it only, it's, I mean, I hate to say it because I absolutely do not want to see it. No. Hockey jerseys are one of those things that, I mean, obviously I'm biased, right? But uh, hockey jerseys are one of those things that are just, they're, they're made of legend. They just, you just shouldn't mess with, you know, sponsorships and this and that with an in-game hockey jersey. I, but, I, uh, I do feel that it's inevitable. It's going to be an easy way for the league to make money. Money. Yeah, and and I think I, I I've I've brought this up before is that what what's a shame is that uh you know guys used to say you know it's a game it's hockey's just a game, but now so many players have been you know when they talk about uh, players getting traded at trade trade deadlines, they don't say it's a game anymore. They say it's a business. Yeah, yeah, that's and, a more common word. Yeah, I mm, would agree. Yeah, and it's a shame. And it, but I mean, it just like. Will you see, uh, do you think, do you think that we're going to be seeing just like uh, ad clad, uh, thank you for the rhyme, uh, <laughs> uh, ad clad jerseys, I mean talking like all over, 
all over your your pants, your your uh, like you know, the your helmet. Style yeah, jerseys. we're talking like uh, Svenska, oh, like the yeah, Finnish league. We're talking. Do you think we're gonna go that far? Or are we just gonna be? Uh, are we gonna be that kind of uh, nonchalant? Like, hey, yes, yeah, the Avalanche, but Pepsi too, bitch. Right. Be, mi- <laughs> be minimalist. Yeah. The league will dip their toes first. Yeah. Yeah. The, the league will dip their toes first. You'll, you'll see a small patch, like the, like like most teams have on their practice jerseys. You'll see a small patch on the jersey, uh, whether it's on the sleeve or on the shoulder or wherever it goes. Uh, I really hope we never see those European style jerseys God, that, yeah. where it looks like the team name is actually the advertise like soccer jerseys. Like I used to not know the difference. I thought I thought Herbalife was the name of a soccer team. Yeah, for <laughs> like or Hagen Dazs. Oh, that's just Team Hagen Dazs right there. I thought that was a fucking ice cream. Let's go Neapolitan. <laughs> Apparently, it's a professional hockey yeah. team. You know. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I I hope they never go that route. I would imagine they start just dipping their toes with a small patch somewhere somewhere that it'll be seen. But like I said, if the money's there, they're gonna take it. Yeah, and that's that's really the most unfortunate part of the like this. I'm gonna hate saying this, but this business, because I just I can't like I, every time I hear a, a hockey player say. Well, it's a business, you know. A little, a little bit of me dies inside, you know. Because I mean, uh, you know, we're not dating ourselves here, but I mean, we're all, we're all, you know, grizzled vets in in some way, you know, okay. at least all like thirties. Right. We we we, we come you. from you know the nineties early aughts age where you know it's like it's about the game, you know. And I mean, uh, I, I'm not saying. Uh, I mean, even uh, further beyond there, it's even more just about the game. But now it it is truly become the age of the money, of the dollar sign. I think. Yeah, and which I is think unfortunate. A lot of that has to do with just the cost of just running the team, keeping these players. I mean, they're asking for bigger money because they're more talented as well. Yeah. Like it's they've got to they've got to <laughs> they've got to offset the cost somewhere basically. No, I agree. Yeah, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you look yeah. at even other trophies in the sport, you look at NHL jerseys that happened during the NHL finals, things like that, and you know these are jerseys that are made to be worn at a certain time in that moment, and I think by putting a logo on that, really just kind of I think. I think it kind of patronizes everything or it kind of degrades everything in a certain way. You know, if you're going to the playoffs for, for a certain team and you're trying to do things at a certain rate and a certain budget, I mean, at the end of the day, it should be it should be looking good, right? Doesn't shouldn't have a bunch of logos on, on it. Even talking about the Stanley Cup, this is one of those trophies that's not made every single year, right? It's one of those trophies that's made... You add on to it, and I don't think a hockey jersey should be a part of it, especially when you're trying to win a cup in it either. What's your thing, Sonny? The no gel. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it is one of those things that you know. I think we all we're we're all in agreement that we wish we will never have to see it, but uh, it's inevitable. I mean, you look at the jerseys from the uh, World Cup of Hockey in 2016. They all had the SAP patch on the shoulder. Right. Um, that was the first. That was the first little foray into it. Like, all right, let's see how this goes. And yeah, I don't. I don't think a lot of people batted their eyes at it. Of course, it's an international tournament. It's a little bit. It's it's very different from the NHL. But in terms of that's what 
that's what NHL jerseys look like, and that's probably what they're going to look like to start at least. Yeah. And, you know, they have to do it because you look at a league like the NFL, and you might never see an advertisement patch on their jerseys because they don't need it. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Them, they make so much money in so many other ways that it would it would take away if they added a, 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 a sponsor to their jerseys. But and they don't need it. But the NHL is is gonna need it sooner rather than later. Well, I'm happy you said that, Sonny. That's kind of what I was kind of aiming for in that question was you know comparing the two sports and what's more important at the end of the day. All right. So now that we got nice and fired up, let's uh, let's focus on Sonny, the Jersey Keeper man. <laughs> We're venturing into the world of threads. The, the like uh, so. Uh, you know, here on uh, on the bench with Beaks, we like to we like to discover new aspects of hockey. Um, let's just start from the very beginning, man. Just give us like a little short uh, rundown of how you kind of got into hockey and how that kind of forayed into you know, uh, d- you know, dealing jerseys and uh, your curatorship, if you will. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's 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 a pretty interesting story. When I was a kid, um, so I'm I'm located in the Bay Area, just outside of San Jose. And, uh, and I've been here my whole life. And when I was a kid, I was a huge football fan, a baseball fan, basketball fan, because I could play those sports uh, right. very easily wherever I went. And I never really paid hockey any attention. And uh, I, in fact, I used to make fun of my, I have a lot of family up in the Vancouver, Canada area. I used to make fun of hockey fans. I said, oh, who watches hockey? I used to be one of those guys. And um, one day when I was, uh, I must have been 18, 19 years old, and one of my buddies, who is a Sharks fan, uh, he said, "You know what? I got I got some cheap tickets to a game. Let's go check it out. And like, you know, why not take you along, see how you like it?" It turned out to be a, uh, a playoff game against the Ducks, and the Sharks won in overtime. So my first live, my first really any hockey experience was watching a playoff overtime game where the team that I was rooting for won. How old were you? Uh, I must have been, I was I was probably 19 years old so it was about 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah, and I I mean from I mean re- honestly from the moment I walked into the arena I was hooked. Uh you know the just the atmosphere the you know the, the sounds of the pregame warm up, you know the the skating, the sticks, the pucks like I I like I I just gravitated to it so much being there live in person and I was hooked. I mean of course the game going to overtime sharks winning with an overtime goal. I mean that was it for me. I was I was a, a, a hockey fan for life, specifically a sharks fan for life and uh, that's how it all started. And then you know as far as jerseys go, I mean for the first several years of being a hockey fan, it was uh, I had eventually I had season tickets. I was going to the sharks games all the time. I was dragging people to their first ever game, finding anybody who I could grab to go with me. Atta boy. Uh, yeah, you know, and I've created a couple more Sharks fans uh, and hockey fans along the way uh, by doing that. So, um, you know, but uh, up until I want to say three years ago, I was just a regular jersey guy. I had like four or five Sharks jerseys, and that was it. That was my collection. Um, I would never dream about touching another jersey from another team because that's just disrespectful. <laughs> or, you know, that's kind of what I had in my head. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I, you guys might know of the Jersey Finder on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and I, 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 I caught onto his Twitter page and he was fine. He was posting jerseys that he would find on eBay for like, hey, here's a jersey of listing for 20 bucks or twenty five dollars. And you're like, these jerseys cost way more than this. So how is he able to do this? 
So I bought a couple of Sharks jerseys from through him that way. Um, eventually, I, I started a collection of Sharks jerseys, and I started seeing great deals for other teams. And little by little, I just I, next thing I knew, I had 20 jerseys in my closet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, like, uh, you're looking at, like, uh, two dudes uh, like Ross and I that know exactly how that goes. Like, but continue. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have, like, five jerseys. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's the yeah, weak link I mean, so in the group. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. <laughs> I'm trying to be a better person. I mean, that's how it all... Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> well, so th- that's how that's how the collecting started, and then uh, from there it took off to all right. Well, you know, um, you know, you, you'd go to a Sharks game and they're doing auctions for the uh, the jerseys worn at pregame, and those are super rare, and those go for a ton of money, but you know, I started thinking of myself as a collector, so I got to have one, and I got one of those. And once you got your hands on one of those jerseys, like, yeah, man, that's it's game over. You're hooked. So the creme de know, la creme. Yes, the on ice jerseys, whether it was Reebok or uh, you know now it's Adidas. It's you know it's it's uh, you, you see one of those in person, you touch them, you feel them, you smell them, uh, whatever your preference is, and, and <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> And it, it, it's hooked. And now, so these jerseys all behind me, uh, all except for the Carter Hart right here, this is, uh, th- these are all authentic on ice jerseys. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it became a way of life. And then, and, and it, what I started to realize is that I had too many. And this, this happened probably a year and a half ago. I, I had too many. My wife was telling me that uh, I have too many. I got to do something about it. And so I said, okay, well, obviously I'll start selling a couple off, but there's definitely a few that I could part with. And selling became difficult. Um, you know, people just aren't – you put them on eBay. eBay charges all kinds of ridiculous fees. You go to Facebook, you post something with a price that somebody doesn't like. Now everybody's ripping you. Um, so I, ha- I was like, i got to find a better way to do this. Uh, but I still also want to display the jerseys that I've had in my collection. I don't, I don't just want to lose them and forget I ever had them. So then I started taking pictures and posting them on Instagram, and uh, people started making offers on them. I wasn't posting them for sale, but people were like, hey, I'll buy that jersey off of you. Um, And that's how the whole uh, thing started of, okay, well, now I can start to disperse the jerseys. I can still display them on the Instagram page. And, And then without really trying, people started following the page. People were commenting and liking all my stuff, and I... And uh, they said, hey, you know, I don't have a lot of money right now, but I love that jersey. Can I get that jersey? And I'm not trying to lose money on my jerseys. I'm not trying to make money on them either. But, um, you know, if, if there's a jersey that I don't want in my collection anymore or can't have in my collection, I'd rather get it to somebody who can appreciate it at a price that's not going to, you know, bury them in the ground. So then I started doing the jersey razzes, which is really what got me to where I'm at now. Uh, where you know essentially it's a raffle people chip in ten dollars and then i raffle a jersey off and somebody walks away with one and they only spend 10 bucks on it so um that's gotten me to where i'm at now where i'm steadily reducing my collection but at the same time uh as i'm sure you guys know as well there's always pieces randomly coming in from nowhere i i look at my closet sometimes i'm like i don't even remember buying some of these jerseys oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but there they are um and that's what's gotten me to where I'm at now. And, uh, you know, in the pro- in the process of becoming a collector, such a high-level collector, um, I mean, the number is 
It's a thousand plus now that I currently have in my possession. Okay, because that was my question. Um, next, next was how many jerseys do you think you actually have? So, in, in my possession, currently, uh, at last check, I have I'm I'm over eleven hundred. Oh man! Uh, wow. Yeah. See, like uh, Ross and I, we kind of like walk around, like uh, you know, the big heads around around you know Thornton, Colorado. Like, yeah, I think we got probably over like uh, eighty jerseys, ninety jerseys, or oh, something I like I that. Have a, a thousand plus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's got a thousand more than I do. So <laughs> that is that is insane. Uh, uh, you know, like. It, it just takes off. You just you you kind of lose yourself in it at some point, and that's what happened to me. It's a, jerseys are a drug, man. They really are. Hockey jerseys are a drug. They they really are. And uh, I, I gotta say, um, that's the thing is that uh, I think uh, but uh, I think we could all agree is that there's nights where you know you might have a little a one too many um, shibblies, <laughs> and uh, you know a few weeks later you got like three or four uh, coming up in the mail, and you know the wife's looking at you like, "Are you fucking serious? How do you uh, how do you do how how do you kind of deal with that? You know, just uh, just a quick just a quick heads up for all the uh, Jersey addicts out there." Or future. Yeah, you know, there's really no, there's no good way. There's no good way to deal with it. Um, my wife is has definitely been a trooper regarding all of this. She's, uh, you know, uh, she understands that it's my hobby and that it does take up a lot, of, a lot of my time and a lot of my money. Um, but at the same time, she's like, look, as long as we're not going broke, then, you know, and, and as long as the jerseys aren't filling up every room of the house, then then do what you got to do. And so. Uh, what I eventually had to do was get a storage locker, and so that's where a lot of a lot of the jerseys are at. But again, as long as they're out of sight and out of mind for her, I think that's all that really counts. Oh, she's, absolutely. But otherwise, she's very supportive. She listens to me talk about jerseys uh, to no end, and you know she she could care less. She could not care less. But she'll listen to me talk. Oh, you should see. Oh, do you see the new reverse retro designs? And look at this new sneak peek of this jersey coming out. And whoa, look at the material. Look at the dimples on it. She's like, yeah, whatever, whatever, babe. Sure. <laughs> well, and that's and that's so intriguing because it's a hockey jersey, and hockey jerseys are thinking of the. You can't make one of them that are played professionally by a professional player and just kind of get it back. They're all special, right? So why hockey jerseys for you? You've been in so many other sports, like you know, as you mentioned basketball or baseball. Like why hockey jerseys for you? Yeah, you know, it's it's it is a connection that I specifically had to hockey jerseys, and I'd say the number one thing is the hockey jersey community is so. Uh, there's just so many people within the collecting community, or or even just appreciation community. People who who can't necessarily buy all the jerseys, but they have their one or two or three that they truly appreciate, and they'll join these, you know, the hockey jersey Reddit page, or they'll follow on uh, the hockey jerseys on Twitter and talk about them. And the community is just so embracing and um, fun. I've, I I, I got to tell you, I haven't had one bad experience experience with anybody that I've interacted with in terms of you know the hockey jersey community buying and selling or, or just talking about hockey jerseys and I, I'd say that's got to be the number one thing as to what what kept me going in it otherwise if people were jerks I would just been like you know if people didn't care or if they were jerks when I was posting pictures of hockey jerseys or 
when I was talking about them, then I, I probably would have given up a long time ago, too. I wouldn't have cared. But uh, the thing is, people care about them. There's, and we talked about earlier, hockey jerseys are just legendary. There's just something about a hockey jersey that says more about hockey than than a basketball jersey says about basketball. I, I, I can't. I mean, that's the best way I could describe it. It's kind of hard. But, um, you know, the colors... The designs—they've got more elements to them than, than other jerseys have. You know, sleeve stripes. You got the stripes along the bottom hem. You've got shoulder patches. Sometimes you don't have shoulder patches. All kinds of things that you don't see in other sports uh, that hockey does carry. And then there's the history of the hockey jersey, which is there's there's teams that that just don't change their designs for decades and decades because that's just the way it's done. Canadian de Montreal. <laughs> exactly, and and. And a lot of people would think, well, well, they should change it. They should update it. Uh, you should get more with the times. But that's not the case in hockey. I mean, hockey is so based in tradition, in in you know, in in respecting the past and appreciating it and implementing it into what's happening now. Uh, you get that aspect with hockey. You don't get that with other sports, I don't think. And so, that's kind of what drew me uh, more so to hockey and hockey jerseys than other sports. That is so unbelievably well said. Like I, 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 that that's so true. I mean, you see so many different kinds of hockey uh, hockey jerseys, and you you always you always still see a, a little twinge of the past, yeah. a little twinge of the uh, the future, a little twinge of the present, and it it, it is it, it's so iconic for hockey fans and hockey players. That it, it like they really do kind of rally behind these kind of colors and these kind of uh, like I mean I I don't think I've ever seen um, you know a, a basketball player fan or uh, you know a baseball fan be so like enraged or in in love with the uniform other than a hockey player I mean. Uh, just right. just one uh, one example. I mean, the uh, Detroit Red Wings reverse retro jersey this year. Um, oh, I mean, they forgot to do their homework. They they forgot everything. <laughs> They're like, hey man, just yeah, throw it on a white background. That's cool. It's and, the day of. Cool. Here's this. Yeah, here you go. Just throw the throw uh, throw 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 it on, throw the wheel on a white jersey and man. Throw a silver stripe around the arms, whatever. But uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen like you know a a, a Wizards fan or you know a Rockies fan so enraged about just like a jersey that'll probably only be worn three or four times a year. Yeah, and on that point with you know the the history and the reverse retro thing, I think the Arizona Venus Coyotes. They did a really good drop of, drop of that this year, I think. Bringing the purple back and the culture, the detail oh, yeah. into it. Oh, well, I mean, it'd be putting the purple in it. I mean, yeah, but bringing back the peyote is well, just great. Mm, so much detail in the jersey already. Well, that's, that's kind of what I'm just saying is that, the, uh, you know, there's so many hockey teams this year that brought such an incredible, you know, blast from the past. I mean, I, I'm going to get shit. For the rest of my life, or uh, knocking on the the Avalanche reverse retro. I know, I know. Uh, uh, Sunny, Sunny, and I we had a conversation about this, but 
Yeah, but I mean, the Nordiques logo coming back. I mean, so many incredible things. And then uh, that kind of just proves my point with the uh, the Detroit Red Wings jersey is that, uh, you know, it's all of the fans were so enraged about like how little they d- they had done for the reverse retro and i mean you've got detroit red wings like a original 6 yeah hockey team and that's what you put out and uh, i mean i i i you know obviously i i love to revel in uh detroit red wings misery uh, so I, I I would constantly go to you know the Twitter and the uh, and the Instagram and look at like uh, like responses from you know the reverse retro uh, posts and it was just it was awful and I just I I don't think I've ever seen that in another sport other than talking about hockey jerseys. Right. No, I, I, and I can't imagine a single person, Red Wings fan or not, who saw that jersey and was like, all right, they nailed it. Like, no, but not a single person should look at that jersey and say, you know what, they did it right. Because those jerseys, I mean, first of all, white jerseys are not as popular as colorful jerseys because they're easier to damage or the damage is more noticeable, you know, if there's a stain or something. But people don't like to wear white in general just yeah. for the purposes of, I'm going to get it dirty, and I know I will. I'm yeah. a fucking hockey fan. like 95% white. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the part that's not white is silver, which is still easy to get dirty. Right. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. is like That's what surprised me so much is that you really had such a, a gnarly backlash on it. And, I mean... I don't know. I just, I, I just don't see a lot of other like sports fans coming out and saying, well... Maybe uh, maybe just because I'm not involved in these other sports, maybe there are fans that are like really into ba- basketball jerseys or baseball jerseys. But I just, um, you know, that it, it like you know jersey, uh, just like jersey appreciation in in hockey is just it just seems so much higher to me than in other places. Yeah, I mean, especially because you've got those holy grails like the Wild Wings, the Pooh Bears, oh, yeah. like, you know, all the old ones that they had uh, back in the 90s and stuff like that. Like, those are, like, what people look back and it's like, the, this that was this jersey from this era to this era. That was a, exactly. you know, we had these players. This is why this was a storied franchise at this time. Like, it brings back a lot of history and even like memories with the all the teams and all of that as well yeah absolutely i mean it's, it's definitely a sense of nostalgia for people uh and everybody loves that everybody loves nostalgia and that's what i think reverse retro was aiming for um you know and i, I think the other point one quick one is that with the nhl when they announce that a team or when any any nhl team is announcing that hey we're getting a new alternate jersey or we're going to redesign our jerseys or we're getting you know adidas did the whole retro reverse uh, for the entire league like it was big news amongst hockey fans whether right. you're a big jersey person or not it was huge news and people were excited about it when the nba announces their city edition jerseys or their um what they call them, the earned edition, like teams who made the playoffs get a new alternate jersey every year. It gets very old and tiring, and you can't keep up. I mean, honestly, myself, I just can't keep up with it. There's some teams that have, in the NBA, that have like literally seven or eight versions, alternate jerseys, 
on top of their home and their roads. And that's just that's just watering it down way too much for me. I like I like the way the NHL does it now where every team's got your home, you're away. You might have an alternate a throwback maybe and now everybody's got the reverse retro and that's the maximum most teams stick to their home and their roads maybe one alternate i agree and i wish that more teams would kind of bring back some of their old jerseys and wear them more often you know you don't see like the edmonton oilers bringing back what they wore from like 98 you know that'd be cool to see again or just kind the of the oil those... drop was a great yeah yeah jersey. like i I'm really love those jerseys for the reverse but... retro this year <laughs> bringing them back making them stay for a while like this is part of what you're trying to incorporate as an organization as a logo keep it there leave well, the that, options open I feel like that was the whole idea of the yeah. reverse retro though and they decided to go like WHA you know totally possibly yeah. you know further down the line in the next uh, you know uh, I feel like that the reverse retros were smashing success in general I could see the Edmonton Oilers doing that kind of like McFarlane oil drop as their next reverse retro. For which sure. which actually leads me into my uh my next question is that um I really I <laughs> we all love ugly jerseys. I mean, well, I guess like I mean, the people I, in this in this uh, garage do. I specifically go after. Yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, I, I want to, I, I, Sonny. I want to know uh, what your favorite, like your favorite ugliest jerseys really are. Like uh, I, I want, like I want the worst of the worst. Like that you just cannot, like cannot get a, a like get enough of. Like Chuck Norris us. Give us a roundhouse to the face, that, please. Because uh, I mean, I, like we've all had, uh, we've all had conversations on Instagram about. Oh my gosh, that's just so ugly. But I want it. I want it. So, you know, what's a, like like kind of what's on your what's a, what's on your top like maybe uh let's give it a top 3 list real quick. There you go. Yeah, well okay. So, top 3 ugly jerseys for me um and and they're a little non-standard, I would think. Um a, a lot of so the jersey I'm, I know if you're listening, you can't really uh you don't Stand see up what I'm wearing, but so we can see you. The jersey I'm wearing right now. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> That one's like That's okay. Hideous. Just for the listeners, then it's the uh, the it's, yellow front. It's the it's buffalo. the yellow bib uh, buffalo sabers. Yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. Why it's, did I do this kind navy of navy shoulders, yellow belly? <laughs> we will provide pictures. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is affectionately affectionately referred to amongst collectors uh, collectors as the turd burger jersey. Yes, the turd burger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Buffalo Sabres turd burger. It's got the navy shoulder yokes uh, that go down in the sleeves, and it's got the gold body with the the circular Buffalo Sabres logo on it. And uh, I'm a big fan of that one. I mean, I, I know that it's, I know that it's ugly, and I know when I'm wearing it that hey, this jersey's ugly, but it's the kind of ugly that you just appreciate. Exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> it's like seeing that baby is so ugly. It's cute. Give me, uh, give me, another, <laughs> uh, give me another two. Give me another two. I, re- I, I'm like, I've okay. been, I've been dying to ask you this, and now that I've got you on my podcast, I want to know. I want the whole <laughs> world to know. All right. So the other, uh, I'd say the other one is actually another Buffalo Sabers jersey, the Buffalo Slug. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of the Buffalo yes. Slug. I, and... I thought it was a cool, cartoony-looking logo. That you know, the colors really worked well together, and I, I mean, the logo. Yeah, it's a little cartoony, but it looks good on a jersey. 
I don't know if I consider that a real like ugly jersey though. Like the Buffalo slug was like really I, I mean uh, you know me growing up in the like the uh, the late nineties is that that was the that was the jersey that I knew Buffalo as, and uh, I yeah. mean with with the butter not well uh, and the butter knives, but I mean the Buffalo slug was the guy like the jersey for me. Yeah, Daniel Breer like Buffalo slug. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your uh, what's your what's your third ugliest jersey there, son? Man, third one. Ah, uh, jeez, it's hard to pick one. I'm gonna um, I'm bringing I'm bringing the heat, man. It better be good. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, there's obviously the ones that everybody loves to hate, you know, right. or, or the reason they brought back, you know, the, the reason they brought back the, uh, the, the wild wing is because it was so ugly that it was beautiful. Right. Oh yeah. So God, you gotta have it. I, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't want to throw that answer out there because it's just, it, it seems lazy. Uh, I'm looking around for what I might have just poking its head out around right. here. Too bad you're, you're not at your storage unit, right? I know. Yeah. If I could go through the storage unit. You know, I think a lot of people did not like the, uh, for a recent example, the uh, Ottawa Senators brought back the Big O for the Centennial game. Oh, the, yeah. the red jersey with the Big O. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I love that jersey. I love that jersey. I think it's beautiful, but a lot of people give it a crap, you know? You know, the one that I really enjoyed, about, like the O series, because, you know, you got the black one. I've got the black one in, in a, you know, with uh, Daniel Alfredson. The one I really, really liked was the tan uh, oh, yeah. O jersey. I thought oh, that was, like, good. really... I, I think, thought that, I think was that was like, worn for a Heritage game. Yep. Yeah, Heritage classic. The Heritage Classic, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought that one was great. Um, I got to say, man, uh, like... I, I'm I'm straight up just blown away that you've got a thousand jerseys hanging out in the storage unit somewhere. <laughs> I might have to like you know sneak out to Southern Cali somewhere and just like maybe rock rock your uh, storage unit. I would just love to see it, honestly. Yeah, you know I got to be careful though because you know um, for exactly that reason, you never know who's going to show up and be like, oh let's see let's see this guy's jersey collection. Um, yeah. So. That's uh, part of the reason I have a storage lockers, because yeah, I don't want to keep everything around my house, and then uh, people realize, that, hey, look at the guy's garage; it's it's loaded up of jerseys. So that was part of the reason I got the storage locker. Honestly, I'm gonna, and, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm going to join Storage Wars just <laughs> so I can run into some guy like you that just like stores a bunch of uh, like badass hockey jerseys. Well, oh man, yeah. I mean, I hope that's not me someday, where where somebody's going through my storage locker and sees all my jerseys. Uh, right. Because, uh, they're, they're they're going down with me if that's the case. I'll tell you that much right now. Damn right. Well, Sonny, I have a question for you. You know, I want to look at the street style of hockey jerseys. You know, back in you know the eighties, early nineties, you saw the Kings jerseys blow up. You saw what happened in Detroit with the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, I just want to. Just kind of get your point of view on what you think the street style value of hockey jerseys is. Because I wear my jerseys all the time, almost four days out of the week. And I match my shoes. I like to be fly looking and that's what I do. So what is your take on being uh, being fly with a hockey jersey in the street style? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I call it, you know, being hockey fitted. Hockey you're, you're fitted. fitted head it. to toe. Right. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I, 
you know, I'll rock a hockey jersey seven days out of every week if I can. You know, if I can get away with it, I will wear a hockey jersey. I mean, I've got I've got enough to just pick one randomly up and wear it out the door anyway, right? So why not? Um, you know, I love wearing them to, you know, if I, if I do get to hit the ice, whether it's just stick and puck or just going for a skate with a family or whatever it is, I'm wearing a hockey jersey if I can. All day. Um, you know, and and obviously, if you can if you can get it fitted with your hat and your your shoes at the same time, even better. I've got hats. I've bought. <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid, but I've bought hats of minor league baseball teams that I've never heard of in my life before, because I saw it in a store. I was like, dude, that jer- that hat would fit so well with this hockey uh, jersey. <laughs> you know, with this Florida Panthers yeah. jersey that I have. Like it would fit so perfectly with it. And then I'll buy the hat, and then. You know, wear it once with the jersey, and then that was it. Like I, I, I got to process. I got to work through the rest of my jersey, so I never wear that hat again. <laughs> exactly, um, exactly. But I mean, that's the way to do it, man. I mean, like, it, you know, obviously you're gonna wear them to games because that's what we do as hockey fans. You go to a, when when we're able to go back to games, we're gonna be rocking our hockey jerseys. I know it. I wouldn't uh, be I can't caught, wait until that day. I wouldn't be caught dead at a hockey game without a hockey jersey. Right. No. Whether it's a fucking beer league game or, you know, like uh, the Stanley yeah. Cup championships, you know, you know, you wear hockey when you go see hockey, man. It is. Wear a certain yeah. jersey when it feels good, like an ugly sweater, even though they look good. Oh, yeah. No, and it's 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 one of those things where it's, you know, that's what these things were made for, right? It's they're, they're, they're made to get worn and wear them all the time. There's people I know who... You know, they, they, they'll buy a hockey jersey, like a retail hockey jersey, and never wear it because, like, I don't want to get that thing dirty. I don't want to get that. But, you know what? Okay. Maybe if you're going to if you're gonna get it autographed and put it in a shadow box, sure, that makes sense. But if it's not going up on the wall, then take that bad boy down, put it on, and wear it outdoors. That's what it was meant for. So you do Hell think yeah. that hockey jerseys should be a part of streetwear? Oh, Even nowadays. 100%. You know, I don't know how I don't know how much more clear I can make it. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I'll wear hockey jerseys to church. You know, whatever I got, oh, whatever I got to do. Fuck it, my uh, like it, honestly, I ain't marrying a gal if she if she won't <laughs> let me wear one at at our uh, holy matrimony. If you know what I mean, oh, man. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I think uh, to consummate the marriage. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, like uh, I think that was that was the biggest thing with with me too. Is that um. You know, some of my girlfriends uh, back in the day, uh, when I was a, a virile uh, younger man, um, I, I was lucky enough to like actually have a, a gal uh, like slip on my sweat drenched, fucking blood drenched uh, <laughs> jersey, just to uh, you know uh, consummate some sort of things. You know, get a little. <laughs> Get a little silly in uh, with my willy, and that was probably like the biggest thing. That was probably the biggest thing that I uh, that uh, the best thing that I've ever seen in my life is that like you know you know give it give it a gal a go while you know she's wearing my number fourteen or whatever have you, you know like um that's I mean hockey jerseys yeah they they, they truly are a way of life and uh, it's um it's 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 become a like a subculture of ice uh, of like like hockey in general and um just before we go can you um um i just want to know like how how is ho- like hockey jerseys collecting them and you know just li- like uh just being uh so into the jersey community has it really like you know kind of made your life better 
or worse or you know how has it changed your life and like uh just kind of i don't know just kind of give us a give us a little tidbit of just you know jersey life yeah, I mean, it, it, it's easy to say that, you know, anytime you get a New Jersey in your collection, it just feels good, you know, like the, the mail days. I, I think what you'll see amongst a lot of people who buy jerseys is the mail day just feels so good. Opening the box, pulling that jersey up, looking at it, seeing it, holding it in your hands. The feeling you get on on, you know, on that occasion, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's like you're sitting at a slot machine and you just hit, you know, triple sevens. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had that feeling the other day. Uh, I got a jersey in the mail. It's a Sharks game used jersey, and now those now now when you get into game used and collectors items, things like that, it's obviously a different feeling. But when I opened that box and I pulled that jersey out and looked at it, I, I mean, it doesn't matter how many times it happens for me. It's 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 that feeling all over again. Like you know, you, you throw it on real quick, take a look at yourself in the mirror, you <laughs> snap a couple it. Kodaks. <laughs> yeah, snap a couple pictures for the gram. Um, you yeah. know, it, it, it definitely it, it's, it's an addiction uh, for a lot of people, and I, I believe it's an addiction for myself. Um, and it just gets those, you know, it's that it's that shot of dopamine uh, to your brain when you see one, when you when you, you know you're you're in a store. I mean, one of the best feelings is you walk into a store. Uh, you know, you go to the mall, you walk into a sports good, sporting goods store, and you see a jersey up on the wall available for sale, and it's marked down 50% or something. You're like, I would have paid full price for that jersey, but I'm going to get it for half price today. I'm taking that bad boy home. That feels good. While you're drooling all over yourself. <laughs> and it's so nostalgic. I remember, like, the nostalgia of, you know, looking at my favorite player, Peter Forsberg, and getting that Peter Forsberg jersey for Christmas opening it up for my parents, putting it on, like you said, putting it on in front of the mirror and feeling oh, yeah. how good it feels. But at a young age, it's different. So I, I can understand that it, it, all the euphoria and all the different feelings you get from putting on a jersey. As an adult, you get the same feeling you were as a kid. It's the pride. It's the pride it of wearing it really is, you yeah. know, your favorite player and your, your team's colors. Nostalgia, yeah. Absolutely. And you know, but but back back to your question though, like I'd say the number one thing that I get out of it the most is that, um, I mean, look what it's done for me now. As you know, pe- I'm known as the Jersey Keeper. Like this never would have happened in any other universe that I could have imagined. I'm on, I'm on your show here because I'm the Jersey Keeper because I'm a guy who just has a bunch of hockey jerseys. And uh, you know, it's this community, it's the community of Jersey collectors, uh, hockey jersey collectors. It's the hockey community at large that you know this is kind of just it's it's driven me deeper and deeper into this amazing community uh, of people that follow this sport that we passionately love so much uh that you know i'm just thankful for the opportunity that you know hockey jerseys have gotten me this far and it's not like i'm famous and it's not like i i you know i don't have any more money or any less than i've ever had okay i, I have a lot less money than i had you're at least a but, few hundred dollars uh like poor <laughs> <laughs> but in the at the end of the day it's brought me so much joy and a couple of new friendships and opportunities like this to be hanging out and talking to you guys so uh you know i'm super thankful for it i love it and i, I wouldn't have it any other way damn it sonny uh you that was beautiful. Oh, and I've got one more to just kind of cap off the whole entire evening. I know I'm just, as I said, I've got about 110 jerseys, and I 
Try not to go broke, basically. It's not like I counted or anything. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> That's the I, I, yeah, I try not to count, but yeah. Um, what basically got you started? Like, I know just randomly I got, I thought like was just a run of the mill, just Korea jersey. Well, a guy wanted it in auction and I found out it was signed later after looking it over and everything. And that got me hooked from right there because if you get like a jersey for cheap, and it's an actually authentic one that's signed or whatever. It could be a game used, game worn, you know, like got you into that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the first jersey that I ever got that really started driving me further and further into this was uh, my first ever game used or like, you know, a game used jersey was, uh, I want to say it was a. Oh man, Joe! Oh, <laughs> your favorite. It was a Joe Pavelski game used jersey uh, that I just I, I saw it on Facebook uh, Marketplace. Somebody who didn't know what they had, and I was like, I'm pretty sure these are valuable. Uh, so you but know, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I contacted the guy. He said, Yeah, I'm moving. I need to get rid of this today. Uh, and he happened to be near, nearby, so I went and, and the, you know, the moment, you, you know, like we talked about, you touch one of those jerseys, you feel it, you hold it, and it's uh, like, how could you not want to chase that feeling again and again and again? Oh, so, yeah. That's what got me going in that direction, for sure. And, and I get that feeling still, which blows my mind. I thought I'd be worn out of it by now, but it doesn't matter. Like I said, the jersey, uh, the mail day I had yesterday, you just, it just, your heart starts pumping a little bit when you open up that box, and it happens every time, and uh, there's no other way to explain it. You have to experience it yourself. And it doesn't have to be a game-worn jersey. I don't want people to think, go out and spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on game-worns. No, no, no. Go, you know, buy a nice jersey off of a cool hockey or, you know, make sure you get a get one from Fanatics, but don't get their, uh, don't, don't use their customization options. God, no. Get one in the mail. It feels good. Absolutely, man, and I think that's the hugest part about it is that uh, like I just got a, an incredible university, uh, like a Denver University uh, game used Pioneers jersey today, and I, I mean, you know, I was six to midnight as soon as I, uh, as soon as I got it, man. <laughs> and, and it's and every time I, every time I get a new jersey, man, I, I, it's hanging up like right in front of my bed where I can just like. You know, if I can't sleep, I can just look up and stare at it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can't wear them, display them for yeah. sure. And you know, in in, in my case, uh, in the in, in my man cave, uh, I'm in it right now. You can see I'm always rotating these jerseys out because you want to look at them all. So if you're not wearing it, have it up on the wall. Take just a look at display it. it. Appreciate it. Display yeah. it loud and proud, baby. Oh man. Sonny, thank you so much for coming on and talk to us, man. I, I'm sorry it's it, like it's taken this long. Um, loved <laughs> fucking talking to you, but uh, just before we go, do you want to send any shout outs or you know a little uh, you know like n- uh, nibbles or nudges at uh, somebody out there? Mark you yourself wanna... a little bit, hero. Yeah, and uh, throw out your uh, uh, throw out your um, you know your Instagram and stuff like that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, you know, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, listen to the show, and I love it. You guys are awesome. I feel like I'm hanging out in there in the garage with you when I'm listening. So you guys <laughs> are doing an awesome job. First shout out to you guys. Um, you know, uh, we got Dan, Van Can fan. You guys know Dan. He's on yeah, the show quite often. Shout out to Dan. Uh, and the the hockey jerseys Reddit page. Uh, you know, 
big time community. Everybody there is awesome. If you're not on that page, check it out. A lot of people will just post pictures of the hockey jerseys they have, and it's really cool to look at. Um, and then lastly, uh, the guy who kind of got me started in it, uh, it the, the Jersey Finder, uh, Herms. Um, you know, uh, shout out to you for hooking everybody up, hooking up casual fans with jerseys they can actually afford uh, just by finding them on eBay and posting them. Huge, um, huge. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, if you know, if, if you're interested in checking out my collection, catch me on Instagram. That's the best place to, to, to see my collection. I'm posting, I try to post at least one jersey every other day, whether it's for sale or it's just for display or whatever the case is. Uh, I am at the Jersey Keeper on Instagram, and uh, you can message me there if you got questions, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to talk to anybody who uh, wants to reach out to me. You heard it, people. At the Jersey Keeper on Instagram, you can catch him on the Hockey Jersey Reddit all the time. You know, Steezin and uh, 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 whatever uh, rhymes with Steezin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be smoother than I thought, but uh, you know, Sonny, thank you so much for. Uh, a, coming on the show, doing a jerseys on the bench, and if you haven't seen his jerseys on the bench, go to the On the Bench with Beaks uh, YouTube channel and check out his incredible Team America jer- jerseys on the bench. Look at it. And uh, <laughs> follow him on Instagram, and uh, you know what? Boys, uh, let's get your shout-outs, and I think we're good for tonight. Um, Rusty. Well, I mean, always thanks to Doc Nation, uh, our sponsor, My Beer Nation, and uh, always, Sonny, you're, it's always just great seeing your jerseys and everything, man. It's, <laughs> and just to finally <laughs> talk to you, man. Um, and just learn your insight. Thank you for coming on once again. And uh, yeah, everybody that listens. Sonny, you're a total bro, total dude. Thanks for coming out and hanging out with us and talking jerseys, man. We really do appreciate that. And, of course, our two sponsors. We'd like to give shout-outs to My Beer Nation, My Dog Nation. And Anchor. And Anchor. And One Cody. set to play, baby. Uh, you know, Sonny, like I said, man, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I mean, um, if if anybody's still listening, uh, he gave me such a great deal on a, a, a felt... Uh, Nathan McKinnon uh, uh, authentic jersey that I still love to this day. Thank you so much for working with me on that because you know uh, that was on a, that was in a little low end, uh, low cash, low dosh part of my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Sonny. Love talking to you, bud. Um, yeah, just everybody out there listening. Uh, you can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Castbox. Podbean Breaker Verbal Podcasts uh, Pocket Casts or something like that Pocket Casts and on YouTube so please check us out click like and subscribe give Sunny some love on Instagram and Reddit and uh, without further ado Salut the Avidizen and V Horsh Let's try the damn thing, see what happens.